to the Shelby's podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy, and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host, Joan Normine, and this is episode 156, Back to School Knits. I feel a need to laugh again with you, if that's alright. I need a drink, I need a friend, I need your help. Hello, hello, and welcome back into another episode of the podcast. Hello, how are you? I am Jo, I'm your host, and I'm back again with you on Tuesday, the 25th of August, 2020. How are you? I hope you have all been well, as always, since last time I spoke to you. And if you're a new listener today, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, Welcome back. Great to be hanging out with you again. I had a little bit of a shocker this week at Marks and Spencers. Other supermarkets are, of course, available. And went in to get a dining for tw- for 12, dining for two, 12 pounds. And which if you're in the States, obviously you won't, you won't be getting. But in the UK, we have Marks and Spencers, which is Woolworths in South Africa, basically. And I'm not sure what it would be in the States, but a nice like upmarkety sort of supermarket food thing and they have a, a deal they do dining for two 12 pounds so you get like a starter a main not a starter a main a side a pudding and a bottle of wine for like 12 pounds anyway i went into marks and spencers got my dining for two and they gave me a bag for life because i'd forgotten to bring the bags out of the back of the boot of the car and it was a, it had a Christmas pudding on it. I was like, "Oh, love! Like, what are you doing? Is that is that a Christmas pudding?" And she's like, "No, I, I don't think so. It must be not." I said, "An old one in August." I'm like, "You, you, you cannot be doing it. It's not even been. It's not. It's not even gone back to school yet. And you, you're rolling out the Christmas pudding, flipping bags for life. Heathen was Wigan, but you know." And I was just like, no, I'm I'm so not ready. And now it's the 25th of August, like the next episode of the podcast, it will be September. I can't breathe. What happened? I was 36, COVID. It's now six months later and I don't remember any of it. It's like I've woken up after a really, really long blackout from drinking too much black tower or whatever cheap wine of your choice and I've, i'm now like i've just woken up and it's like i've lost amnesia blackout amnesia blackout amnesia lockdown amnesia anyway anyway getting back to the point today's episode is about back to school knits inspired entirely by a well, not having a school for my kids to go back to and go in school shoe shopping so grab a brew grab your knitting and we will crack on with the show so yeah back to school knits even applicable when you don't have children or your school isn't chosen for your children and you're still absolutely nowhere nearer to figuring out where that is which part of the country or anything else and they go back in like a week. Unless you're in Northern Ireland and Scotland, in which case your kids are already are already back there at school. Happy days. But yeah, I decided, even though my kids have no school to go to, 
that I will take them shoe shopping because, I mean, let's just show the universe we're ready for a solution to be delivered um, and let's not get into scrapping at the last minute trying to get school shoes because we've got none that are even close to being acceptable for school. Let's just go get them dealt with, right? So I thought, right, I'm going to take my kids for some school shoes. And I don't know about you, but I've done a straw poll of my, you know, close friends, my other like mum friends and, and whoever. And it would appear to be the case that this is all children and not just mine. But there's something about shoe shopping and kids that turns the whole experience into the outtakes for Gremlins 3, like for shizzle. Like I have no idea what gets all up in their chili when they get a sniff of Clark's inner soul in their nostrils, but believe you me, they are all absolute a-holes when they get into a shoe shop. It's just the rules. It's not just, I thought it was just my kids. It's not just my kids, right? To the point where when they were younger, I would only take them on an, what I consider to be an acceptable kind of merge ratio of one-to-one. Like There has to be at least one adult to each child in order for it to be an acceptable way to go into the shop because they're absolute knobs, basically, when it comes to shoe shopping. But it's not just my kids, it's everyone's kids. And if you have them, you're probably laughing now because you know exactly what I mean. So I would only ever take them shoe shopping when it was me versus one or I had backup. Usually my mom, who couldn't believe, right, could not believe how terrible they are. So you get them to the shoe shop, right, and you pick an off-peak time because nobody is that much of a masochist. And they go in there and just start in like a, I start acting like absolute idiots, like absolute crazies. Like I've given them a six pack of Coke and told them to basically straw pedo it before they've gone in there. That's how they act. Now, I booked this time in 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 a, a vision of greatness, booked a slot. You're like, you're allowed to do that now at Clark's. Now, again, there are other shoe shops available. Clark's have not sponsored me for this. I just quite like Clark's because they have what you know different width shoes and there is one everywhere and you know they they have a well I don't know if they still got it but they had a factory in the UK so it's like yeah we're quite like Clark's and I always wanted my kids to have Clark's shoes because when I was younger like we couldn't afford Clark's shoes and other kids in the class used to have and if you were around the 1980s vintage you'll remember this but they used to have these like prince, again, I'm not exactly like princess material, but they had like these princess pocket locket shoe things. Can't exactly remember the name of them, but basically in the heel of the shoe was this key that you could see when you turned the, the, the heel over. It had this key in it, right? I always wanted some of those shoes, right? Other people in the class had those shoes. They were patent as well. I mean, we, and patent shoes abandon our house because they're not very practical. I always wanted some of those shoes, but I was never allowed them because we couldn't afford them, right? I don't think it was that, right? I don't think it was that at all. Now that I'm a grown-up, I know the reason we couldn't have them is because we were absolute dicks in Clarks because they had a slide in the one in Wigan. It's moved now, but the one in Wigan, there was like a downstairs and an upstairs. And in the upstairs, there was a slide, a slide in the shoe shop. Amazing. 
Always wanted to go to Clark's, always wanted to go on the Clark's slide. Nowhere else had, had a shoe shop that had a slide in it. And they don't have one in it now. I think I think we should start a campaign. Bring back the Argas catalogue, right? Bring back the sliding Clark's. I think we should do it. Uh, anyway, I always wanted them. So I think that's why I quite like taking them to Clark's now. Even though there is no slide, it's that long, deep-seated want for those those shoes with the... The keys in the bottom that they don't even make anymore. They don't even make them anymore. And it and it's like you need to remortgage every time you go in there. Like, seriously, it's expensive. Anyway, it's good they're good quality shoes, right? So whatever. So I booked and you never used to be able to do this. You have to go into Clark's. For those who are not familiar with Clark's, and they have Clark's in China, because I've seen it in the fancy like Western malls, they have Clark's. If you're not familiar with Clark's shoes, Essentially, you you go in there and they've got a little like iPad thing. They measure your feet and whatnot. You have to take a ticket, like, and they've got the same ticket machines in the hospital where you go and get your blood drawn. I think that's for a reason. <laughs> and you have to take a ticket and wait for your name to be called, and then you know they will start to measure your feet or whatever. So, obviously, when you book a slot before the shops even opened, Clark's you geniuses half past eight in the morning before it's even open there, there's no need to get involved with the ticket machine because there's nobody else in the shop not a single person there's like three or four staff members disinfecting the entire place because hashtag covid but there's nobody else in there right there's no other children putting out their excited energy everywhere there's no there's no slide there's no slide right there's no reason there's there's no reason right to run in there and try and like skid across the floor on your knees, right? There's equally, there is no reason, instead of sitting on the little square things that they give you to sit on to change your shoes, right? To lie on them face down instead and kick them and flail your um, arms and legs about. When you're nine and seven, it was okay when you were 18 months old, but not anymore, kids. Like, let's not do that. I gave you whole wheat cereal for breakfast. You know, not lucky charms. Let's not do that. We've only just walked in. Only just walked in. There's also no need, hashtag COVID, to go and touch every little seat, seating area because some poor bird is running around with this disinfectant at the back of them, wiping everything, right? Kids, there's no need, right, despite being extensively briefed outside, to touch every pair of shoes on the wall, right? Don't touch with your fingers. Look with your eyes, not your hands. No need, okay? There's no need... When she finally gets a pair of shoes on you and you're still enough to actually get them on your feet, right, to test them out by running laps of the entire shop, finishing by running into the stockroom. It's not necessary, right? What is with the dick moves, kiddies? I've no idea. I've no idea. But they are evil when they go in to a shoe shop. It don't... I know, I know, if you don't have any children, you'd be like, what, what are you on about? Like, what, what, why? But they do, I don't know if it's like the residual chemicals, maybe from all of the shoes that make them a little bit hyper, but they turn into absolute idiots in shoe shops. Like, I can't even, can't even. Anyway, the good thing is, is I managed to get the shoes. I got shoes, I got trainers, I got pumps, and then I got out of there by about quarter past nine when everyone else was sort of starting to file steadily through the doors emotional it is such a thing it is such a thing and like i said my my other friends have confirmed it's not just my kids that do this it is all of them that all literally 
bonkers in shoe shops. But it got me to thinking about a back to school knits type theme for the pattern pick because, like I said, they're not going into a school. We ain't got one, but whatever. So they've got the shoes. It's all about having the shoes, right? Figure all that stuff out next week when someone turns up to work. So yeah, all good. That's what I've been working on this past week is basically the school shoes. I needed a run up. I really did need a run up for that. I'm so thank you, Clarks. One, for doing school shoes for girls that have got bumpers on them because, you know, princesses climb trees too. And two, for doing an early opening for for people with, with children like mine who are just, honestly, I'm like, dude, you, you're not going to school in boots. Boots are not, they're not on the list. Like, you're not allowed. It's not on that. And I know they look cool. I know they're warm in winter. I know they're terribly practical, but it's not allowed. You're not wearing those. You're not having patent. You'll scratch them. They'll look rubbish. That'll be it. Like, I'm not painting patent shoes every day when you come home. Right, not happening. Princesses clam trees, shoe, trees too. Anyway, so yeah, so that's what we've got today. I've got a little bit of news after my, like, my inspiration, shall we say, for today's pattern pick, which came from the school, school shoe shopping incident. It wasn't really an incident so much. In fact, I actually went in this time, cockily, 1v2, never been done before. I'm like, they're older now. Like, I've briefed them, I sat them outside, like, I'm like, these are the rules of engagement, children, this is what you can do, this is what you can't do, you do this, this is going to be the consequence, don't mess with me, mummy's not mocking about, like, you'd think, but you'd be wrong, they were still naughty. Anyway, so we're going to do a little bit of um, pattern picking on a back to school theme. I found some cool, fun stuff, and before that, I've got a little bit of community news for you. Um, to get us going. So, first up, I want to say thank you. I've got a couple of new reviews over the past couple of weeks for the podcast, and I'm dead excited. It made me feel super happy. So, I'm just going to read them out to you so you can enjoy them too. I felt really good. So, thank you to Ahalalas from the United Kingdom. He says, Joey's the best. Five stars. Joey's the friend you'd want to meet in the pub, coffee shop, hugging a pre and post COVID world. I would totally hug you. She's real, funny, honest and just gets it. I've been a long time listener and never written a review, I'm ashamed to say. Don't be ashamed, dude. Everyone's got a life. Her podcasts are just great. Listen and you won't regret it. Thanks for the hard work, my friend. Kiss. I got a kiss. Love it. And I also got one from Imminent Metaphor in Canada, which sounds very intriguing. And she says, I've been listening to my friend Jo for a few years now and her episodes during the pandemic have been uplifting, enlightening and touched my heart. Thank you for the honest take on this crazy time we're in. Honestly, like, I used to spend ages writing, like, really intelligent and clever podcast episodes, but I think everyone's heads is just so far up the backsides at the moment. Like, no one's noticed that's what I've been doing. (laughs) Can you tell? What can you do? You can't go out to yarn shows. You know, you can't think. Can't even get bog roll at one stage. What was I supposed to do? We're still we're still here. My parents are allowed out, by the way, tomorrow. Wigan gets out of lockdown tomorrow again. So we'll see what happens when people start throwing pies around and whether that, that stays the way that it is. But hey ho. So thank you very much for my lovely reviews. I do appreciate it. If you haven't left a review already and you wouldn't mind doing so, it does help other people like find the podcast and it helps with the algorithm and stuff and just, you know, everyone reads the reviews and decides whether they want to look at something or not. And um, it's cool to hear what you think as well. So, yeah. And if you've got a friend who's not listening yet, then go tell them. They could come listen. Even if it's just someone who has 
doesn't knit but has kids that are horrendous in shoe shops. Speaking of communities, I have just set up, I've let the first couple, there's two girly swats who have tried to get into the Mighty Network before the Mighty Network was open. I see you and I adore you. Thank you. And I've just let in. I was talking a few episodes ago about changing from Facebook to a either a Mighty Network or Subhub. Um, Subhub didn't have the forum on their uh, lifetime plan so I decided to go with Mighty Networks and give it a try. Basically I don't want to be on Facebook anymore. I don't think it's a very positive or conducive environment. I don't like what they do with data. There are privacy concerns. There are some people who can't join in because they're not allowed to be on there because of their work. And I just think it would be much nicer and cleaner to have our own little clubhouse, our own little place, my own front room where you can come and hang out. We can all hang out together, basically, have a laugh, share funny knitting patterns, you know, swap tips, help each other out, make some new friends, all that good stuff really without all the kind of negativity and doom scrolling that you get elsewhere on the internet because it does just make you feel like you want to die a lot of the time like it is I want to experience the joy of missing out on social and take it back to that you know the halcyon days of when you went on the internet and it added value do you remember that before social media like I remember being on a a Sheltie forum all for Shelties it's still go it's still going I should go back in there and see how everyone's doing I'm a bit scared though I've not been in there for years and all these dogs that I used to be friends with well via the internet all I'll be dead so I don't I'm kind of sad like there's going to be like a lot of posts to catch up on um, but I should go back in there because it was just a, just an ordinary forum and it was really cool and I went in there every day and really enjoyed it and I didn't have to like look at any of the doom but everywhere else on the internet there is doom there is do- it's just doom it's just bad I think so It's set up, the Mighty Network is set up. I've set some topics up as well and the plan is to kind of move everything off the Facebook group by the 8th of September and move it over to there. There hasn't been a huge amount on the Facebook group anyway because I I just hate it. And then like a couple of weeks ago, it took away my ability as an admin to post things as shiny bees rather than Joe. I'm just like, oh, you know, like, bugger off like what do you want now mark you know do one so um i've not been posting a lot on there because i I just don't like the format and i don't like it anyway being on there so um i'm going to be populating more stuff as i go along but definitely i will put the link to move over in the facebook group and i'm also going to redirect the community tab at shinybees.com to the new community i will do that after this tonight when i send it live i've been super busy basically for the last month or so trying to engage in educational battles basically in my head's not just not been in the game for setting this up and I wanted it to be done properly so I've set up some topics around different subjects so the swans on yarn like what you're knitting and knit alongs that are ongoing either ones that I'll host or other people are hosting that we might want to take part in Um, And then some other topics around things like yoga. I'm really into yoga at the moment. So like if you're into yoga and knitting, you could talk in that topic about that. Books, gardening, you know, other things that we're interested in in the community. 
And um, if anyone's got any suggestions about like other topics they would like to see in there and all that kind of good stuff, then totally let me know and I can add it. I just didn't want to add tons and tons of topics because I've got to, you know, go and populate posts in there and get a bit of chit chat going. And um, I just didn't want it to be too overwhelming when you first get in there. I will do some walkthrough, screen walkthroughs of how it works as well, because I know not everyone is familiar with Mighty Networks. And certainly I, when I first went in there, didn't understand it and then did, subsequently didn't use it for the, the podcast community because I didn't get it when I first went in there and it's through being in somebody else's mighty network that's already populated and quite well organized that I kind of started to understand how to work it and obviously since the first time I looked at it they have changed a few features and it's much better now and so that's where it's going to be the community is going to be and the aim is just to like share ideas inspiration make new friends and to be like a positive fun uplifting corner of the internet not a piss and moan fest or doom or you know all of the stuff that is now bad about social anti-social media so yeah that is all going to be over there and yeah excited excited to invite everyone in and get going with it really and to be in a space where i can come and chat to you more easily and yeah it's going to be good excited excited so yeah other than that, today's chit chat because the the knitting I have to say has not gone well for the past week. I'm I'm not ready. I'm not ready to conduct the postmortem on my jumper yet. I'm a little bit sad still about that, and it's just been yeah, it's just been hard work at, with this whole school thing. So I've just not knitted and not really read well. I finished Rivers of London, the book, the first book, and I feel really guilty because loads of you, when I put it on, on Instagram saying I was reading it, were really excited for me for, to read it. And I started reading it and I found it quite hard work. Like, I don't know why, because there were bits of it that were really funny and I really liked the people in it. The characters were great, but I just felt like the plot was a bit lumbering and like I couldn't get into it. And I was sick of reading about him having a lob on or somebody's breast or somebody's hips wiggling. I'm like, oh, dude, do you think about anything else? Like you might get more done if you just, you know, concentrated a little, shall I say. <laughs> but I've, I'm now, I finished that one. I'm now reading the second one. I think it's Moon Over Soho. And that one is much, much better. A lot wittier as well and got kind of got moving a lot faster. So I'm already about halfway through that after a couple of days. But again, all this chat can occur in our um in our little little group on my network. So I've been that's what I've been doing really is that and um a lot of, of jobs around that need doing still painting the fence, it's taking forever, um, and not a lot of knitting because I've been a little bit like yeah, my head's been a bit full again. And it's been a perennial problem for all of us, hasn't it, over lockdown? It's that, you know, your head's a bit up your backside and you don't, you know, there's not enough to go around and sometimes you just don't feel like, even though knitting doesn't have to be about thinking, it's, you know, you just end up doing stuff that's not very helpful, like doom scrolling or, or whatever else. So, um. Instead, I thought I'd just call up some patterns and talk about that. So we have the pattern pick back to school. And yeah, it's going to be cool. As usual, 
the crocheters have the upper hand, upper hook on the knitters when it comes to comedy knitting patterns of the back to school variety. But I have six patterns, I think. Let me double check my notes, Standy Bay. Six patterns for you today with a back to school theme. Now, some of these patterns are on Ravelry. And I will pre-note you that that is the case. Obviously, every pattern that is on another platform other than Ravelry, I will link directly to that instead, which in and of itself is a little bit problematic. Um, but at least those platforms are not going to give you um, any adverse effects if that's something you've been suffering from. So without further ado, let's go into the back-to-school pattern pick. So yeah, number one, pattern school, pattern school, back to school pencil hat pattern by Cassandra May. This is a pattern for a iron white hat in the design of a pencil. It's $5 US and it's available on Ravelry and Etsy. And it is a pencil, basically a pencil beanie. So around the brim is pink like the rubber and then it goes to grey like the metal, then yellow like the very stereotypical pencils going through to the pointed tip of the hat, which is dark grey for the lead. It's very pointy. It's a very pointy pencil hat. There is also by the same lady a crayon version uh, in the design of a very famous crayon company. Uh, that you can you could do that as well and yeah um, I don't know if I would necessarily wear it it is in, it's a very pointy hat it's it yeah very pointy hat but a fun thing to consider nonetheless you might have a small child who wants to wear one of those you may have a novelty thing you need to go to dressed as a pencil but that is a back to school pencil hat by Cassandra May number two is the apple and worm back to school gift by Mrs. Touche. This is a free crochet pattern in the kind of amigurumi kawaii type style for a little red apple with a little pink worm sticking his head out of it. This pattern is super cute. Like I said, like, oh, that's cute. You could put that on your desk, couldn't you? Well, you couldn't put it on your desk now because not allowed soft furnishings because they harbour germs apparently, or maybe they don't. And what you know, I'm not even going to get into all of that, but. The travesty of this pattern, the travesty of this pattern is it was released in 2017, which was three years ago, right? And there are only six projects on Ravelry. And I don't know why. I don't know why, but it makes me super sad. You can download this pattern, though, for free if you are a crocheter. And it's available via Lovecrafts. Number three, Back to School a Bus Toy by Mega Kreiner. Craner. It is a knitted yellow school bus, right? In in her own words, or the words of the person who put it on Ravelry at least, uh, full of adorable details like a stop sign, fenders, bumpers and hubcaps. One would argue that uh, a bus carrying small children should have such safety equipment as bumpers, but you know, that's just a, a feature in America apparently. And it's got, it says, with a little bit of felt and some imagination, you can even add some smiling faces to the school bus windows. Ah, cute, man. Um, this is knitted entirely in DK yarn, 100% cotton DK yarn. So your fingers are going to be shredded by the end of it. And apparently it is available in print for $6.99. But there is no working link to direct you in the right direction 
to find that pattern. But it is cool. You know, if you want a cuddly back to school toy, you know, a bus, then you could you could make it. Number four, my favourite of the lot is the back to school garden at uh, Garland, not garden. Back to School Garland by Sweet Pea Cove. This is a pattern for a crocheted garland of school-themed ornaments that are all between four and seven inches tall in the kawaii style. I love the crocheters. I love you guys. Like, you just made the best comedy patterns. Right, there are 27 pages of step-by-step instructions. There are 78 pictures to help you along the way, including nine finished object pictures. And there are seven ornaments for you to to crochet, not knit, crochet, in this pattern. There is an apple, a pencil, a ruler, a glue bottle, notebook paper, a book and a crayon box, right? $8 US, absolute bargain, 27 pages, 78 pictures, nine finished objects pictures. So why, right, when all of these things are super cute, why are there no projects? Not a single project on Ravelry. Why has nobody made a back-to-school garland? I'll tell you why. Because they're all queuing up, trying to crate control their kids, buying shoes in Clarks. But there should be. I feel like someone needs to, like, crochet this. I need this. It's cute. There's got to be a teacher that has this in the classroom somewhere. Or did, before COVID. I just... It needs to happen. That is the back-to-school garland by Sweet Pea Cove. Number five is the Crayon Table Runner by Erin Green. This is a free pattern and again, it is the crocheters that are pulling it out of the bag for us for a, a huge like table, six-seater table-sized, lengthways, giant green crayon runner that you can crochet in Aaron White Yarn and for free. It's a free pattern. You can get it from the EKG website, which I will link to in the show notes. The show notes, as always, will be at shinybees.com forward slash episode number and episode number four today is 156. Yeah, you can crochet a crayon table runner. I mean, it's a very niche audience, isn't it? You're not going to have that at some swank dinner party. I'm not, unless they're all teachers, not seeing this, this being rolled out at come dine with me necessarily. But it's still fun and cool and, you know, when the kids knock all the, the water over or the juice or whatever over, you can just use it to mop it up, right? Happy days. Crayon Table Runner by Erin Green. Last and by no means least is the Back to School by Claudie Janssen. This is a sweater. It's published in Doll Up Vol. I sound like a proper porn star then. Uh, light fingering yarn um, sweater. It's knitted in Holscarn and it is in English and butchered Dutch if you are me trying to pronun- pronunciate it. Pronounce it. It is five euros and four. And basically it's a jumper. It's a boat neck jumper in a, you know, three ply yarn basically. So it's a lightweight boat neck jumper and it's designed to mimic the page of a notebook so it's white or light buff color um mainly with pale blue horizontal lines a la the lines in a notebook with a red margin down one side that is added at the end nice pattern though if you if you wanted to just not bother with the margin and just knit a stripy jumper then you could totally do that and um, but that is the back to school by cloudy Janssen. i feel that like that's quite quite a good commitment to 
back to school chic. Like you could write a poem or something on it. Well, you'd have to embroider it on, I guess, but you could do that if you wanted. The possibilities are quite endless. So yeah, they are your six back to school knits patterns. I should have probably called this back to school knits and crochets because there were quite a lot of crochet patterns in there because the crocheters are better. Are, they've got a much better sense of humour. I don't know why I don't crochet. I feel like I should, but I don't. Um, for you, you can find the pictures for all of those at uh, shinybees.com forward slash 156, along with the links. Like I say, at some of the links, there is no choice. It will go to Ravelry. Um, but where there is a choice, I will put alternative links so you don't need to go there unless you have to or want to particularly. And yeah. We can chat about it in the Mighty Network group because there will be a thread for that. I'm testing some ideas of using articles in those groups for show notes as well. Then we can almost like comment underneath the show notes, which I think is an interesting way to try it. So yeah, let me know what you think. Do you have any back to school knits planned? Do you have any patterns that I've missed and I need to be aware of, let me know. You can email me info at shinybees.com and yeah, I'll share them around with everyone else. So that's all we've got time for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I will be back next week. I'm not sure which day necessarily because I will be down in Sussex and I've got a leg of lamb ordered from Susanna Steer at Barkham Romney's, one of her ex sheep obviously it's dead now um gonna have a massive sunday roast with that it's always a bit weird you never know whether it's okay to be like should i be a big i love sheep should i just not eat them i don't know anyway ethics and all that aside it is gonna be yeah busy so we'll see we'll see it will be next week but i'm not sure which day but yeah i will be back with you at some point next week until then happy crafting Have a good week and I will speak to you all again soon. Cheers. You've been listening to the Shandies podcast. Show notes for this episode can be found at the website, which is shinybees.com forward slash one five six. And come and join our new community on Mighty Networks, shinybees.com forward slash community. Drink.